Hey, welcome to another episode of the Rediscover Geek Show. I am... <laughs> wow, you forgot your name. How do you forget no, your name? No, I, I was supposed to put the episode number in before, and then I was going to do my name, and I just switched the orders. And... 34 episodes strong, baby. 34 strong. Still messing up. This is episode 34 of the Rediscover Geek Podcast. I am one third of your hosts. Chris, um, I am Jansen. here with my Jansen. <laughs> it's on. It's, it's on the screen. It, people can read. Um, I'm here with my fellow hosts, Caesar and Anthony. Guys, how you doing? Let's keep this quick. How you guys doing? Uh, wait, uh, so, you know me. I'm living the dream, baby. Yeah, living the dream too. I guess. <laughs> quick. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it quick because I'm excited. We have actually. We actually have a special guest joining us for the first time do we? on this show. Yes, we do. I will. I hope he, just, he doesn't do. want to. He want to deal with us. He wants to. He's done with us. Yeah, like I don't want to well, hear about your day. <laughs> well, it's the same. I ask you guys the same question every week. How's your week going? Anthony gives the same generic answer because he's happy about his job. Ouch! And Caesar, Caesar, like does like. It's okay, and then we never really get into it. Um, Caesar's probably excited. He might throw something about the Super Bowl being this weekend and how his Chiefs are going to win it and all that. So I just want right. to bring. I just, just want to bring in Haley. I'll take yeah. that. Oh, was that her intro? Was that the intro? Oh, yeah. That was the intro. <laughs> really? No, I'm gonna give the intro right now. So we have a special <laughs> guest for this episode, uh, episode 34. Uh, Haley McCune is joining us. Yeah. Hey! Wow, <laughs> the screens are messed up. I'm so What's excited. Hold on, I'm What's gonna going to, on, I'm gonna have to fix these screens real quick. But yeah, yeah, oh. Haley's here. Haley, oh She's yeah, here uh, to mess shit up. Yeah, there we go. Haley and Anthony have switch, switch spots. Um, cool. Haley, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. So I know Haley as she's a good friend and she's also our stylist on the Overwatch League and Call of Duty League. So I work with her. Um, it's actually funny because I'm just watching Caesar mess around with <laughs> like people keep disappearing. He's, he's so um, distracted. <laughs> I, I, I Ooh, know. Stuff's I'm, moving. I'm really, really distracted here. But uh, we gotta turn it off, man. There we go. You know, you now know what gonna... happened? I think we're gonna <laughs> now... see that. I think we're gonna see that throughout the throughout the screens because I forgot Anthony turned his screen off when he went to go grab water. So no. that resets everything. Thanks, Anthony. Wow. Okay. Hey, well, Haley. Welcome to the show. As you can see, we're a well-oiled machine. Absolutely. Some um, of us even forgot our name. I, I remember my first name. That's all that matters. Chaos so, is where I'm happy, so this is working for me already. So, Haley, uh, as you don't, just tell us a little about yourself um, before we kick off this show. And then I have I a mean, quick trivia, and then we'll I'm go. I'm Haley. On. I'm friends with Chris. And, Great. yeah, we just celebrated our third anniversary of friendship oh, i found out good. on facebook mm -hmm. yeah yeah good for and something. yeah i'm a costume designer i work with call of duty and overwatch like he said i'm from wisconsin and that's pretty much it that's everything that's Haley in a nutshell Haley in a nutshell so um just real quick i'm gonna throw out some questions guys if you have any questions and you want to put her on the spot before we get going what's your favorite geek TV show. Game of Thrones. Okay. It's so funny because mm. when I was thinking like, was my favorite show? I'm like, oh, there are so many different genres. And I'm like, well, obviously if we're doing like something to geek out over. 
Game of Thrones. Good one. Easily. Game of Thrones, except for the last season, is usually a lot of people's answers to that question. Absolutely. I mean, it's just so weird to split that season into two. And then the last season to be like, we actually don't have anything to do right now. There's a lot we're not going to have time to cover, but the stuff we are going to cover is pretty nothing. Yep. Um, Any other questions, guys? We'll just keep it quick. I can just get mad about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because what's your favorite TV show? Go ahead, Anthony. You can talk. I I feel like I'm talking a lot. We have a I we have you... a Ray Donovan fan on on chat. Ooh. That's actually a pretty good show. Oh yeah, oh it is a good. Yeah. Show. I've only seen season first two seasons of Ray Donovan. I wow. speed watched with my boyfriend the first five seasons in like a month, and it's actually really good. And now I haven't seen the last two, and they're coming out with the last one, but yeah. it's actually really good. Any other questions, guys? Before we go on. No, I'm good. I mean, uh, we're going to get to know her as we uh, go along, especially with all the stuff we have to cover. So yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be judging you accordingly. Oh, absolutely. Everything you say. Absolutely. I'm really um, good at interrupting what's going on to be like, I actually have a story I'd like to tell. So that works. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so we're going to kick off with the news. Um, so we'll, today's episode, we'll cover the news. We're going to cover uh, episode four of WandaVision. We're going to cover episode five of Alice in Borderland, if you guys are catching up. And then our rediscovery is uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer season one. And that's what Haley joined us for, because um, she rediscovered Buffy, actually discovered mm-hmm. Buffy for the first time, along with Anthony. Um, yeah. And so that will be later on in the show, and we'll be doing a special giveaway at that time, too. If everything... It'll, we'll do a giveaway. It just might be really funky, because we've never done a giveaway before. Funky. So... Starting off with news, um, I'm going to go get, go. We always start with sad news first. Um, Dustin Diamond passed away. Screech from Saved by the Bell, um, mm-hmm. which was very abrupt too. Like it was only just announced like last week, right? Yeah. That he had yeah. stage four cancer. And then he is, yeah, this week they announced that he passed away. Um, they said he just found out three weeks ago. Can you imagine? That's, that is insane. Yeah. yeah, that's scary yeah that's that's a bummer he didn't know what was going on and uh i mean before this he had already lived a rough life man he was uh wasn't he in prison for a while didn't he like uh stab somebody or something went down on christmas day and yeah he he wasn't living a a, a very pretty life man yeah he had like a lot of he had a lot of issues yeah um like after post saved by the bell i know drugs a lot of drug issues and stuff like that um I think there was like a sex tape at one time. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on, but it's it's a bummer, um, especially because you would have really liked to see him come back in the reboot of Saved by the Bell. Um, I would have liked to see him make a cameo. Which I mean, he was in everything Saved by the Bell. Everything. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's such a bummer that now they all finally get back together again and he's not there. That is a bummer. And now, unfortunately, we won't see him. So yeah, it's, uh, you know... I didn't really follow his career outside of uh, Saved by the Bell, but I did grow up watching Saved by the Bell, uh, and you know he's always going to live on as, as Screech. Unfortunately, that's one uh, that was the character that he always uh, thought he was never going to get away from. Um, but yeah. he always said, you know, the only thing that's going to keep me away from that character is the fact that I'm not that character. Uh, but yeah, that's such a bummer, man. Really uh, sad, you know, to see where his life actually went, uh, how it went down. Um, but you know, uh, rest in peace, man. Um, all right. So moving on, um, and other TV type news, um, 
some stuff on the TV front. So uh, Pacific Rim, we've been talked about this briefly before. Pacific Rim, there's an anime that's coming out that everybody, um, that we were kind of, I don't remember. Were you guys excited about the anime at all? No, I don't think so. No. Was anybody excited about it? Well, they <laughs> released the trailer, <laughs> the teaser trailer. <laughs> Anthony loves teasers. Yeah, no, that's I, what I think, think that's I probably think... why I brought it up because no, it's Mark is a big fan of teasers. So I, I'm a think? huge fan of teasers. I this <laughs> it was it was okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's playing now. Uh, it's playing now. Obviously, we have the audio for obvious reasons. Uh, but you know. It reminded me of that meme. I don't know if you guys saw it, where it's the meme where um, it's it's <laughs> it's Captain America and Iron Man, and he's saying like something. It's something fantastic about um, Robotech, and Iron Man says that's a strange way of uh, calling it Macross. <laughs> and it just reminded me like I'm watching this and I'm like, it's it's kind of like a, a light version of a uh, Evangelion, like. <laughs> I like well, it I mean, when it was Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pacific Grim, like the yeah, it's very much like it. And they're also doing a live act, not a live action, but they're also doing the Evangelion uh, series, right, on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, well, they brought it over, right? I think... No, I think they're they're doing a new one too. I think oh. they're currently in production of a new season of it. So. Yeah, so I got no pulse on the anime manga world, man. I'm out of yeah. touch. No, I feel like it's in touch with this. Haley. Haley. Haley, <laughs> you have to yeah. see Pacific Rim, right? You've seen... Um, yeah. I mean, I think I've seen it, like... What, I, I don't really, like, <laughs> nope. any experience of it, though. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, but I don't have any experience of it. There is a, there's, there, there's a sequel to it, right? To the movie? Yeah, Pacific Rim 2. And, like, yeah, John Bodega. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, there we go. I haven't I seen mean, that one. I'm I'm a huge fan of anything with robots, giant robots, and giant monsters. So, like, you yeah. can't go wrong with it. It doesn't really even matter what the story is. If it's cool giant robots and cool giant monsters, then I'll, I'm all for it. Um, Honestly, when Chris was like, uh, you guys need to look up the trailer for this, I looked it up and I got one of the trailers for, like, the live action. And I was like, oh, I kind of wish uh, I could watch this in the theater. <laughs> and then I was like, good job. <laughs> so I got the assignment wrong well it's you're not missing much you're it's i mean it was it was okay i mean it, it looks pretty but i don't it's a teaser they didn't show much yeah we, the we, we already got the live action version of it which was awesome and i feel like going anime is kind of a downgrade usually it goes anime and then live action so we'll see how that goes i'll watch it i'll check it out I don't think it's a downgrade going anime. After you I, I feel like action? it's just it's a dif- different medium. It's go live action, but I actually don't mind the idea of moving into like anime or cartoon. It's like a different medium. You have a little bit more freedom um, because you could do a little bit more in animation mm-hmm. um, that you might not be able to do that's like true. budget-wise. That's true, that's true. Um, well, and I think that it's very like intentionally for that niche audience. When you've already done the live action, you're like, we're going to make this very special specific thing Mm -hmm. for the people who really have an interest in it yeah i also look at like one of my favorite like crossovers was when the matrix did the uh when the matrix went to um they did that the animatrix yeah animatrix i was like what yeah i thought that was done so well yeah those those short stories were really good 
Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Um, with the different animation styles and stuff, like each episode was, yeah. Um, Which so is I, interesting I, with this news about um, Studio Ghibli doing like full on CG. CG, movie. yeah, yeah. The first yeah. it's coming on Netflix, right? It's oh, it Netflix is? original, isn't it? Or maybe it's HBO Max original. It's one of shoot. I don't know now. I don't. Yeah, I, I know it's one of the streaming platforms is doing mm. the original. Um, no enigma. So, we are talking about Pacific Rim anime coming out on Netflix. Yes, I'm sure he'll. he'll We're all it. excited about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's just a teaser. It's like it's like yeah. we always we always talk about these teasers. They just they're cool, but they just don't really give me. They don't give me enough to talk about. And I think Anthony feels the same way. Yeah. Well, if they throw in some um, some Idris. Okay. I'm there. Like if if he shows up in it, then I'm sold. Just give I me that Independence Day speech, man. You give me that yeah. Independence Day speech in the, the anime, then I'm all into. Um, actually, it's funny we're not supposed to talk about this, but Idris Elba he just signed like an agreement I saw today with Crunchyroll, with Crunchyroll right? Yeah, him and his wife just yeah. did like a, a series on Crunchyroll, which is kind of cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, described as a dark Afro futuristic sci-fi series set in a city where the rise of biotechnology has created an ever widening gap between the haves and haves not i'm sold like, I'll watch it. Uh, yeah. i'm sold too i just don't know how that gap could get wider <laughs> so um no enigma he's a sexy man he is he, he oh, was wasn't he love. people's magazine sexiest man of the year like two years I, ago i wouldn't be surprised ago, yeah, yeah. I, so. I i want him to be bond i do too I him, like, oh my god i do too yeah. Uh, it'd be good. Um, moving on. Uh, speaking of uh, sexy men alive, Anthony, you have this one that I thought was a little random that you wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't want it. Just brought it up as like a po- possible news segment. All these like set behind the scenes set photos cropping up about Thor four, Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. What do we got? What do you I didn't think there was anything particularly exciting about you see the shots? Is like is he him in costume? Is... That's what like it, it, I feel like if you look at his aesthetic, like he's his wardrobe. <laughs> he's very much eighties. We have a we have a fashion expert here. Yes. <laughs> yes what is going on? So yes. what, what is, Haley, what is what is happening? What is happening I mean, here? <laughs> there's no way to tell what's happening because I looked it up and just saw a couple of pictures. But I mean, then my imagination is like, well, what Star Lord is that? What Guardians of the Galaxy Chris Pratt yeah. calls himself? Like he always has his music maker, and he's like trying to figure out how to be a superhero, but he's like such a mess. And like maybe he meets this like great superhero, and he's like a rock star to him, and like. Thor is always in these crazy costumes. Like Thor is always on like some journey with himself and we always like find him on some path. And I don't know, like there's just, my mind just went to all these fun things that could be happening, but there's no way like those pictures had gave no context to anything. That's actually true. Actually, I never really thought about Thor in every movie. He's on a different path. Yeah. Like, and he's like trying to find himself. Like the first one you have like the, like, and then the second, Yeah. I've never really. He's always trying to find himself in every. I find these yeah. pictures very funny because you do have Thor looking very, uh, you know, front man, like pulling out his guitar, while Chris Pratt is just uh, checking him out, waiting for his uh, first time in the spotlight, and and it just looks like everyone's backstage, getting ready to go, you know, on stage and play this awesome rock show. 
That's, that's yeah. all I see in these images. That's, I, I feel like the his um, his hammer is the guitar, and then Chris Pratt's going to be the guy in the corner, like pressing the the key on the keyboard when it's his turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super excited yeah. about it. So um, excited. <laughs> I, I love how they they're going with this '80s theme, though. Like, yeah. like Love and Thunder. It's like his wardrobe. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in this scene, but I love his wardrobe. Very. And it's very like 80s. kind of a a brilliant leak to be like. We all are so excited. We feel like we can cu- jump to a hundred conclusions, but we know absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So Anthony, you're the one that wanted to talk about this. What are your final I... thoughts? On this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I, I, I agree with uh, Haley about there's no, it's like they throw out, they, they all have these pictures, but then there's no context behind it. We don't know what, what's going on. Like, oh, he's wearing, he's wearing a vest that was in this issue or part of this story arc. And it's like, Okay. <laughs> did, you, did you do research? Was is he really wearing a vest from like a yeah? Like there, story a lot arc? of it was saying well the the goats which yeah. he 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 rides on his chariot um or they pull his chariot and that's yeah. that's a big part of a storyline and then yeah the 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 vest it was big the big thing was like the vest it was part of that outfit that he wears and I can't remember specifically what storyline it was but um yeah people are so so we know Gaga. we know for sure. This is not him before wardrobe, right? This is him just him showing up on set before wardrobe. This is his wardrobe for the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah it has to be. I'm just making sure, man. I mean, it might just be me. He just showed he up. He could very well be that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's his own clothes. <laughs> he's, he's going through an 80s phase. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, crazy is like... Hello, CP. What's up? Hello. What's or crazy is, super is metal, it's true. you've been you've been hearing about he's been having to actually add muscle for for the Hulk Hogan movie. Yes, yeah, he's bigger like, in Hulk Hogan what? movie. How than... is Hulk Hogan bigger than Thor? That's what yeah. I was like <laughs> when I read it. I was like, you got to be kidding me! Like what? Yeah, that's a he has a bulk up more than <laughs> his Thor bulk. Thor, yeah. like what? it's like muscles on muscles. <laughs> what do you say? He has thirty inch pythons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, but if you like, if oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, say this is the first I'm hearing of him doing a Hulk Hogan movie, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, think. I can't. Like, that's gonna be so, and because he's such a good comedy actor on top of it all, like it's gonna be yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be great seeing him just like Hulk up. That's gonna be yeah. so funny. Yeah, <laughs> because him's worth it. I like that. Ah. <laughs> it's awesome. Ooh, that should be actually the name of this episode. Hemsworth. Ooh. Oh, I like that's... that. Why, where were you in the, when we were coming up with the meetings there? <laughs> I just month, can recognize month, yeah. <laughs> other people's work. You can work, recognize other people's things. Yeah. Um, speaking of wrestling, uh, since we're talking Hulk oh, Hogan. Yeah. yeah this Ooh, is what a, I did what? Oh, a good transition. Hey. Uh, that was a really good transition. That One was, of the better we ones. Honor you. But maybe I shouldn't have called it out. We should have just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let it, let it progress. Um, I'm gonna turn this over to Caesar because obviously uh, Royal Rumble was a couple days ago, right? It was on Sunday. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, it was my first time watching. It, it was my it was my first time watching anything WWE in a good while, um, and parts of it was it was kind of enjoyable, but for the most part. Man, they have done some crazy things with the camera work on this damn show. Not just the Royal Rumble. I mean, WWE in general, because from the sounds of it, it happens on Raw and it happens on SmackDown. 
But man, Forcer yeah, Stevie. here we go. That's right, Stevie. <laughs> That's right, like, Enforcer I, Stevie B. Absolutely. Uh, um, you guys have chatted about this. Not before. to take anything <laughs> away. Not to take anything away from the superstars. You know, it was it was a good show. I enjoyed the men's Royal Rumble. I felt the the women's Royal Rumble. I, I felt like they were making it too soft uh, with all the wackiness they were throwing in the Royal Rumble. Where I feel like it should be more a lot more serious. Uh, but a lot of people disagree with me. Actually, uh, Enforcer Stevie B thinks the women's Royal Rumble was better than the men's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to touch on this because I hadn't seen. Uh, anything WWE in a while, and I went back to this, and it was nice. I actually had some excitement Saturday night thinking, man, tomorrow's the Royal Rumble, and I got to watch it, enjoyed some of it. It was good to see some older wrestlers like uh, Edge, for example, who happened to win the Royal Rumble, by the way, so if anybody didn't watch it, you planned on seeing it, I just spoiled it for you. (laughs) Well, you should have watched our show then. Yeah, wait. (laughs) This is a show where we geek out, and if you don't want spoilers, don't come here. I'm good at yelling at people, too, that you're finding all my talents. Anger. Anger. Man, she's going to fit in right in. But no, mm-hmm. I just wanted to touch on it. I, I think the camera work, uh, they really need to work on it because it could get very uh, nauseating. They move so fast. Shaky they have cam. so many. Yeah. It's shaky mm-hmm. cam. It's a lot of zooming in and out. It's, uh, it's a lot of uh, swapping, you know. And it happens so often, so fast, that I felt like I was watching Cloverfield or Blair Witch Project. Mm. So yeah, it's I, I don't know what's going on with the camera work. I don't know what the camera director is thinking. I don't know why they're calling it or showing it that way. But man, it just really takes away from what these superstars are doing. It takes away from the action. And I think it just when when you see them pull off some some of these really acrobatic or intensive moves, it really takes away from the dynamic of those moves because of what they're doing with the camera work. So I just really wanted to touch on that. You're taking away a lot of the the awesome. That these that these superstars have and this wacky camera work does not work for me. But the Royal Rumble was fun to watch. Uh, I may be tuning in a little bit more to to wrestling, so we may talk a little bit more about wrestling. I don't know yet, but that's actually uh, Enforcer's TVB's territory. So that's you, all I uh, wanted to say. Was this the first one streaming on the uh, Peacock? Did you sign up? No, no, I don't think this one streamed on Peacock at all. Oh. Yeah, I don't think the deal is yeah, in place. Yeah. I, I don't think it started yet. Oh, okay. Um, I I will check out wrestling again once it's on Peacock. Um, actually, yeah, I'm curious. Sign, you sign up for all the services. <laughs> it's true. I do. I do. Just so I know, I could I could talk about it. Um, actually, I'm curious because uh, are you a Rus- or Royal Rumble or a WrestleMania person? Uh, like, how would you rank those two? Real quick, it's the two big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, March 16th, Enforcer's TVB Ooh. says that it starts on Peacock. Oh, okay. There you go. Um. I watched, uh, I, I always, there was a point in my life where if I wasn't following the WWE, I would be sure to still watch the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Those go hand in hand. You can't have a WrestleMania without a Royal Rumble. And, you know, it, it just, they just work hand in hand. So I feel like you got to watch them both. I kind of put them up on the same uh, level. I, obviously, WrestleMania is more important because it's, it's the biggest show of the year for them. It's their Super Bowl. But yeah. you can't have a WrestleMania without a Royal Rumble. You win the Royal Rumble to go uh, for a chance at the at the at the title. So that's the whole point of the Royal Rumble, and I, I, I will watch it both. And because I watch Royal Rumble this year, I will be watching WrestleMania. Nice. When's WrestleMania? It's it's uh, four it's summer, right? Months, yeah, four months away. Three, yeah, three, yeah. four months. Um. Uh, so yeah, we're almost there. Early April. Sorry, uh, man. 
I'm with my homie, right, the Miz. Yeah, look, it sounds like we have a lot of uh, uh, wrestling fans here. Royal Rumble, baby. Okay, so yeah, we got some wrestling fans in here. So maybe uh, you and Anthony need to start watching uh, wrestling, guys. I'm uh, telling you, when, it, when it's on Peacock, I will I'll tune in. Um, Haley, do you watch wrestling at all? No. No? <laughs> but I support it. And I support that's, you guys. That's <laughs> the most important thing. But no, that's what, like, I, I support, like, yeah, I, I, I love... I love the passion. We've talked about this before. I love the passion of uh, wrestling fans. Like, it's yeah, it's, it's that's that's my only complaint. So all the the wrestling fans on here on chats, my only complaint is the wacky camera work they got going on. So that's just a mess. It's a disaster. They need to fix that. Stop taking away all the glory from uh from all these superstars. They're they're mm-hmm. pulling off some awesome moves. They work hard on these moves. They they put their bodies through yeah. tremendous strain for this camera to take away from that dynamic. So stop that shit. And well, I maybe agree that like oh sorry. No no oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I don't spend I don't I don't really watch wrestling, but I recognize that these people are all like theater performers. It's all stage combat. They're dancers, it's choreography, mm-hmm. it's acrobatics, gymnastics. It's like amazing. Yeah. I think what they do is really incredible. Absolutely. Maybe the um, camera work is didn't they like is it to make it more cinematic? To make it like I don't know if it's like they, just I, I, I feel to... I feel like they're trying to add more drama to it. Yeah, you know you have the what... you have the the shaky ham the the shaky cam so and they're doing it at the moment where you know the impact happens whether it's an impact on the ring or whether it's a fist to the mm. face as soon as that happens either the camera shakes a zoom in happens or a zoom out mm. or they switch an angle, but. That's the problem is they do it right on impact. So you don't see the impact. It takes away from it. I'm like, I can't imagine what their shot list looks like. Like if they, if they're choreographing it and they're doing, and they, they know when they're pulling out or they're punching in because they know an impact's coming. Like that's gotta be like an intense, like run a show. (laughs) Have you guys seen peanut butter Falcon? Yes. I I haven't. So good. Such a good movie. (sighs) I think that's like my favorite movie of last year. Yeah. It's about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about this kid who wants to be a wrestler. And they talk about that, like this one movie. And he's like, oh, this move is like no one's strong enough to do it. And they're like, it's all camera angles. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Mm. It's a bummer because when last when I was in it, it was oh, it was the heyday. You got Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. And they had that, those great storylines going on. Yeah, yeah, the attitude era. Yeah, when he was the face at first, and then he went heel. Like, man, it's do they still have those really good storylines now? Or is it oh just... no, that's one of the reasons no. why I kind of stopped watching because the storylines got pretty silly, uh... pretty ridiculous. Uh, I, my understanding is, again, I haven't been following uh, uh, wrestling for a while, but I I've heard that they're calling this the PG era, and that kind of mm. that kind of says it all. You know, PG that era, era you're talking about was the Attitude Era. That was a really fun era. It was. I mean, you have The Rock, you have Stone Cold, you have Curtis, you, I mean, you just named them. But yeah, Drinking they're calling this on. the PG era. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. That's, that's, Jericho, that's yeah, Jericho. Oh, man, like, yeah, it's so many good people. Hey, I got, dude, I would be the first <laughs> one. I, w- I am the first one to talk shit about Roman Reigns. Couldn't stand the fucker. But for many years, I kept saying he would be a better heel than he is a face. He's finally a heel. He's owning it. And goddamn, is he damn good right now. So, <laughs> hell yeah. Roman Reigns, about time you own up to that. I'm done. Moving on from wrestling. <laughs> That's it. Mic drop. All right, moving on. Um, 
over we'll touch real quick on some gaming news so we can get this show moving we're uh caesar you had some big you had some big gaming news i'm not gonna say the title because i'm gonna mess it up i'm gonna drop the the (laughs) you just said it (laughs) that's true you completely pointed it out uh actually this is pretty big news i mean it was all over twitter it's all over i mean it was even on kotaku it's the fact that the show playstation's exclusive baseball game licensed baseball game is going to the xbox and not only that Xbox has a PlayStation exclusive, but PlayStation totally marked their territory because you got their symbol right on an Xbox title, which is really something I never thought I would ever see. That is so, actually pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I wanted to touch on. It's actually a big deal. That may not look like a big deal, but it's a big deal right now. So apparently it's um it's whatever the new contract the uh, MLB decided to sign with PlayStation. I'm guessing MLB decided, you know, we really want to sell more titles of this. And the only way we're going to do that beyond the PlayStation is going on Xbox. So yeah. that's probably the deal that they cut. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Uh, and I wonder if we're going to see any more of the this type of stuff happening. Because we all know Xbox, uh, they're lacking a lot of the top exclusives right now. Uh, PlayStation has them all. Um, but yeah, well, that's why I wanted to touch on it. Because that's, that's a surprise. I, I think they're lacking now. But I think like three, two, three years from now, with the studio they picked up, they'll, they'll be back in the running with some good exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, it is weird. It's funny to see this PlayStation logo on an Xbox box. That is, uh, that's funny. Small victories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Steve, like Stevie B. Speaking of EA, I we we didn't really have this in our show, but EA today announced they're bringing college football back, and. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm like I I I I'm actually really angry with that. Ooh, I, ooh, I don't know. Hot. I don't know what the situation. Not not really angry, but I don't know what the situation <laughs> is. But I don't like the idea of like college sports anything in games or any type of just because they they don't pay any of these athletes to uh like for their likeness and like I, it's that ongoing thing about should college athletes be paid. And I'm on the side that they should be paid because, like, these schools are making millions of dollars. They're licensing them out. EA has a college football game, and you're not paying somebody who, like, there's, like, reports we were talking beforehand. Like, people can't afford food. They're living in their cars. Um, They can't get jobs because all they do is play sports. And it's crazy that they, um, uh, yeah, it's just crazy that they're if if they don't get paid, I don't I don't know the around it. Like maybe that's changing, but the idea that they're doing this college football game is weird to me. I, I can't imagine they're not going to be paying these players. I cannot imagine that they're using, like you said, they're, they're using their likeness. Yeah, like that's, that's yeah. that would be ridiculous. Uh, do you know who's making it? Is it THQ? Uh, Tim Preston. It's EA. No, I saw it today. I saw, I saw it's EA. EA. That yeah, unless yeah, I'm completely video- wrong. Yeah, a video game making money off of using someone's likeness has nothing to do with that kid's athletic performance. Yeah. Like, as far as playing for the school, that's your what your scholarship is for. But outside of that one specific thing, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, well, I'd be they surprised played. that it'd be EA doing it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I hope I <laughs> <laughs> Like, yep. Wait, they're not a sponsor, right? Oh. Oh, shit. We just lost them. Oops. <laughs> Sure, we're fine, guys. 
Anyways, I, I saw that today, and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, hold on, I'm reading for, for Stevie B's. But Chris is okay. a Gryffindor, so he really Okay, cares about so the if people. that's the case, if that's, it, like, I didn't read too much into it, and I should have read too much into it. If I was going to bring it up, I should have at least known my facts. But if they are paying, like, obviously you can't pay, like, college people, like, millions of dollars, but I, I, I feel Ten like millions. you can. I feel like you can give them a wage, and I, I think it should be across the board, like, I don't know how to do that, but everybody should get, like, the same amount across mm-hmm. the board, so no one, yeah, anywho. Um, the last thing on gaming, I just want to touch on real quick, because I, I found it, I don't know if anybody's been following this GameStop stock, Caesar. I know you're a huge GameStop lover. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Huge! But, have you were you guys following the last week? And if anybody's not, I, I, mean, I mean, it was like national news. Like yeah. everybody should be knowing what happened. Um, yeah, I, uh, I it's it's been crazy to watch and read about, and I, I jumped in on it. Um, I jumped in at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. As, as usual, I feel like I'm a cooler when it comes to stuff. Like the moment <laughs> I popped in, I it, it literally dropped in. I, like. I didn't hop in with a lot of money, but I was like, I want to be a part of this. It's exciting. It's fun. See, Screw that's, the man. that's 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 and the bad thing about up. FOMO, man. You need to stop with that yeah. FOMO bullshit. Well, that's I, the only reason you lost money. I come in so late. Like I saw it happening when it was like under when their stock was under hundred bucks, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it because it's going to drop, and I'm not going to get in. But then I decide to get in when it's higher because I'm like, oh, this isn't dropping. And then it just drops. If I would have just got in at the beginning, I just need to go with my gut instinct. That's what I need to do moving forward. This is a good lesson for you to go with your gut instinct. Yes. Haley and I actually have a thing where we buy lotto tickets. We've actually only done it once. We're going to share the money. But it's we're a team. We're a team. (laughs) So we're trying to get others involved at work, but no one's. Yeah. Well, it's just fascinating because it was like a combination of things. So it wasn't just the fact that people bought the stock, but it was because of the way, and I can't remember the article. It was, I think it was Barron's. I was reading it, but it was the way that the amount that was being shorted. Oh yeah. People were able to see that it was, there was certain, there was a valuation that was happening that they saw that if they had bought enough, that it would do this thing where a lot of the people that were shorting it would get, would lose out because uh, of the way it was set up. And then obviously it was this group that did just enough that it really changed it. And then skyrocketed. <laughs> I should I should ban you from the chat for that, but it's actually literally it's in reference to Wall Street bets. I'm not going to say it out loud, but um, what? <laughs> what? Wait, who? Did I miss? Uh, no enigma like that's a reference to uh the hold the comment in the chat um if you read it i'm not gonna say it out loud but that's a reference to the whole walkthrough that <laughs> yeah no it's but um... it was crazy too because i kind of i had to read as well because it wasn't that all the date all the the um it they had to stop trading or they oh, had that's... to stop the, the being able to buy it wasn't some nefarious mm. conspiracy theory. It was literally the fucking uh, clearance houses. Like what happens is you have to have, it's just like when you go to the, your, make a payment with your card, the money doesn't actually leave your account. You may see it in your, your account where it's like, okay, this is pending, 
but the transaction doesn't actually go through. There's a clearinghouse for all these traders. Yeah. So they had to say they had all this, you know, the risk got so great that they were asking for essentially collateral. Mm -hmm. And the clearinghouses were saying, you need X amount of collateral so that way we can make, because what would happen is the clearinghouses are there protecting the investors. So if the trader or the broker goes out of business or something happens, they can still cover that day's trades. So it was yeah. the clearinghouse that said, you need to provide X amount more collateral. And that's why Robinhood was like, okay, we need to hold on because we don't have that much cash. Yeah, I think they- The problem was like, they, didn't, they didn't explain it properly in the beginning. Yeah, they just held off. Yeah. I mean, I was pissed when I went on Robinhood. Oh, and I was um, too. But then, you know, you, know, you had to realize yeah. how shit actually works. You know? Yeah, I actually learned so much about the stock market this last week too. Just reading all about like I didn't know like short selling and all that. I'm not going to get into this because that's like an entire <laughs> episode, and we've talked too long about this GameStop thing. <laughs> I do want to touch on one thing about the the whole situation. There was this awesome tweet. Um, I'm, I know I'm not I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but basically it was um, hedge fund managers never understood what the common people understand, and that's that GameStop. Um, GameStop trades are never are never a, a fair, uh, fair, um, fair trade. So that's uh, in reference to other shitty trade deals. So I thought that was oh, funny. Oh, you mean like their actual store trades? Yeah, all their trade ins and stuff. So that's one thing hedge hedge fund managers never understood that we always understood. We always got screwed on trades, and now they did. So oh. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny, and uh, that's where I want to leave the whole GameStop thing because, yeah, I love GameStop, right? Well, what's interesting now is that this has kind of made them solvent, right? Like, now they're technically not going out of business. I don't understand stocks very well, so I don't know what this does for GameStop. I don't. Well, their valuation just shot up to like they're in the billions now. They're like twenty. Yeah, but what does this do for their? They're back down now. They've lost like twelve billion today or something. What Um, is what does this do for like? Their employees, their four hundred one ks, and exactly. all that, like, because they can't collect on any wow. of that, right? Wow. Well, that's. A, I was actually curious. Did you get when you worked at GameStop? Do they offer like stock for employees? They do. They do. Give, uh, like, for, stock bonuses? For, for store managers and hire. Anyone so below store like, manager, they don't do that for. So there's probably some store managers that might have cashed out and made a lot of money. Hopefully, they might have cashed yeah, out. Yeah, but and how can a lot of money. if they did that? Wouldn't they get penalized if they cashed out? They would get hurt for it. No, it's not like insider. That's it's. I don't I don't think that qualifies for like insider trading. Like I could sell like if I have Activision and Activision stocks going skyrocket, I could sell my Activision stock off if I own it. Hmm. Like I, it's just I can't use information. You can't use information that you know. Like no one knew this was going to happen. So they had no idea and um and I just want to comment on uh, Noah Negra. I was just joking about his comment on there. Um I'm not going to say it because but it is it is very much tied into the whole thing. So yes, I, I know that you wouldn't call anybody that in real life, and I know that you're referencing <laughs> you're referencing the Wall Street bets uh, Reddit forum and everything like they say. So um, one really it. positive thing about that before we go, did you see all the things about like people who were cashing out at the top yeah. and they were like donating the money to like cancel medical bills to like homeless shelters or nonprofits and like doing some really cool positive stuff yeah what that's awesome yeah like somebody bought like switches like a ton of switches for the hospital and yeah and they went they bought them from gamestop (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny oh my god 
like uh, obviously you don't awesome. know if it's true or not or like some of them are probably like fake but the whole idea behind it that there are people that probably did some of that stuff because people made yeah. a lot of money Easy. like yeah yeah um all right that's I, I think that's it for our news um yeah that's it for the news unless anybody else has anything else we're gonna get on just to the our big episode. reveal for destiny 2 the new season content trailer got dropped so if any of uh destiny 2 fans out there are excited probably just me thank you thank you <laughs> thank you enforcer stevie b he gave me the exact quotes the thing gamers understood that hedge fund managers didn't understand about gamestop is that the ne- that the never trade at reasonable they never trade at reasonable prices <laughs> So that's what it was. And that's fucking true. GameStop never trades at reasonable prices. So, yeah. Um, Ice. Oh, yeah, Tim. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to it's gonna be pretty, it's pretty, um, it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, they, they've been making a lot of quality of life changes. Um, this season was really good. Um, and I think they're making some other adjustments for next season. It's going to be, um, I think it's going to be pretty dope. Uh, hello, CP. I was thinking about playing Destiny again. Uh, Do it. Hit me up. Hit me up because I'm considering it too. What? Uh, yeah, I've been wanting. To, I've been wanting to dive back into it. So. Ooh. Are you gonna play on PlayStation? I'm itching. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hit me up. We'll run. Is there is there cross platform? It's close. It's not fully there yet, but it's okay. coming. They said I think it's supposed to be this year, but probably closer to the end of the year. Okay. I'm sure you guys, uh, you and Haley, both uh, want to play it too, right? I mean, it is an Activision title, right? I mean, right? No, not anymore. Oh, not anymore. Wait, whoa, what? What? No, they oh, broke yeah, they up, split, man. Yeah, Bungie, they, they split off. Uh, They're on their own now, baby. Activision, yeah. Oh, so, well. Like, Activision, you keep, you keep your money. We're <laughs> <laughs> not going to say anything. <laughs> Enforcer CVB, I will see you on Destiny on the Switch. Wow, do they have it on the Switch? No. That must be super hard to play. No. <laughs> that would be really hard to play. Like, uh, yeah, everybody in the chat that's playing, um, oh, I'll send a message. This is my PSN tag, so you can add me, and then we can run. Nice. Um, moving on. Okay, so we're going to do episode recap. There's spoilers, guys. Anybody that's watching... Um, or not watching. <laughs> um, there's spoilers on this. We're going to be talking about WandaVision uh, episode four and then Alice in Borderland episode five. So we, we're going to spoil stuff. So um, I'll wave if you're not listening because you don't want to get spoiled. I'll wave when we're done, but we're going to uh, spoil. What is that thing? Right tune, now? tune away or not, what, t- tune out? <laughs> tune, yeah. Tune like, yeah. Uh, what? What, what you know, I it? say one good thing. Tune away, and... don't tune out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah tune away, away, don't tune out. Don't turn out. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, so, WandaVision Episode 4. What did you guys think? I, I feel like it finally got somewhere. Like, it, it was like the episode that kind of threw... Um, you finally kind of got an understanding of what was happening. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, so it, it officially said that this is happening post-blip. Yep. So this is after um, Endgame. Yep. That's a, it's crazy, man. Yeah. So, uh, any, any I liked thoughts? it. I, I, I liked it. I, I, it was, I was not expecting it. I was actually expecting 80s television yeah, show. I, I thought the 80s was going to be it. I, I, it has to be the next episode, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, yeah. 
Because I, I thought it was this... it was good because I wasn't expecting it, so it was a nice twist. And you kind of got you, you got what's actually at the reality, of what's happening. You know, you're kind of fitting the pieces together. Oh, okay, this is making this connection to earlier in the episodes. This is making the connection. Yeah, I, I, I was I was yeah super stoked. Caesar. Oh, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, it, it it brought it brought life back uh, to the show. In my opinion, I'm not saying the show was bad, but we're finally getting these connections, and uh, I'm enjoying it very much because once again, you're getting a touch of the MCU. We're going back into the MCU, and I'm loving that part of it. And I love these Easter eggs, and I love um um oh my god, the FBI's name, uh, the FBI agent's name. Oh yeah, I love that uh, they brought him back. Oh yeah, for I, I love I uh, love the way he came back with the magic trick that he learned. Yeah, <laughs> he pulls his business card back. Like, bam! Uh, but yeah, I I very much enjoyed this episode, and yeah, they better keep this going because I'm excited. But yeah, um, to your point, Anthony, uh, uh, they didn't go to the '80s because uh, this episode was all you know pretty much what we already saw. We we were sitting through everything that we watched. They were watching, so we sat through all that. We sat, we sat through those, uh, the through all those episodes that we saw, and now we know what they got going on. And I'm guessing the next episode is going to be a cross of the '80s and a cross of, um, what that agent that just got kicked out is going to be uh, talking about. Because is she going to remember anything that happened? Well, Ram- well, that was what's cool. Is she's the daughter of uh, Rambo? Yes, uh, in, uh, yes. In Marvel, in Marvel, Marvel. it's Marvel. Or Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. And that was pretty, that was like, I just loved all these like, yeah, little callbacks, little connections. You know, it's like, obviously Darcy back, you know, from the Thor universe. It's just, yeah, it's great. Yeah, that was good to see her come back. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's very much, clearly it's Wanda's psychic break, right? It's her, something after the blip, she goes crazy and you got House of M. <laughs> like the, the crazy thing is the, the thing that i'm seeing in this trailer and even things that we're seeing like the vision doing the vision is very suspicious of what's going on around here he's very suspicious of wanda and we even have in this trailer where he's walking around like staring at things like wondering what's going on as if he was still alive that is a yeah crazy that's what's thing. really interesting that is yeah, nuts sentient like I, I, the creepiest part is when she sees him and he's the dead version of yeah. him, right? Oh my god, that was, that was yeah, like ooh. that was crazy. Like seeing him gray and half his head's like missing. If Thanos pulled the gem out of it, um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it ties everything together. So, um, and you kind of now it explains. I'm not getting my Mojo verse, like Mojo World. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's cool. Um, I also think it's a really good way to tie in the X Men, like tie in mutants. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could yeah. do a lot with this show to bring the mutants into the, the uh into the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So, um, any other final thoughts? I know we're going quick through this because we're trying to save a lot of time for Buffy. So, <sighs> just it's interesting because I wonder what is happening, like with wanda then like what is she is she it seems like yeah she created this reality i really like the fact that um it made more sense to why um monica rambo's like reaction was the way she was because at first it, it was a little like well wait a minute why why is she, if she's in character why did she break character 
yeah. and said the line about Ultron. Um, but yeah, it made a lot more sense that she got pulled. It was cool that, okay, she got pulled in and then she was kind of trapped in there for a bit. And then yeah. it's this weird warping. So all these other people that are in there, you know, like what is some of their stories? You know, obviously some of the neighbors and stuff. Um, yeah, and I still got no idea like who's actually, what's what's the resolution going to be? Like, how's this going to go down? One thing I did like is that everything that goes into the world, like if it fits the look. So yeah. like the yeah. first episode's all fifties, the next episode's like sixties, seventies. But like when the helicopter went through, it's like this cool drone. Yeah. But then when it yeah, when it goes it's through like it, older, it, yeah, yeah, it goes to like a, a like a model of the sixties. That time period, yeah. Yeah, that time period. Like uh, that's that's cool. I like how they, they change that. So, so do we think vision is really dead? Yes. Yes, yes, I think he's dead. And she's, it's just a construct that she's, but why do you think he's then like picking out like things that not right? Do you think that's her own subconscious or actually vision speaking from beyond? I, I don't know. I was reading, I was reading Memnox. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm like, sorry. I, over here. <laughs> I, was reading, I was reading his tattoo. I was reading that too because it was, a, uh, you know, he, um, uh, well, I, I'm going to read it out loud. Uh, WandaVision is barely okay. One good episode doesn't make... Uh, doesn't a good show make. Doesn't a good show make. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a cheap puzzle box. It might be good still, but they didn't earn it. But I'm still in because it's Marvel. Um, you know what? That's that's the thing for me. Like I, I felt kind of the same way, um, but I enjoyed the episode before this, and I very much enjoyed this episode. Uh, and to his point, because it's Marvel. And because we're getting back into the MCU and because we're starting to tie everything together where the first episode definitely felt like a standalone TV show, like its own universe, like its own thing. So that's what I'm liking that, you know, we're finally getting back into the MCU, which is something that I've missed for a very long time because, you know, the current global situation, we haven't gotten any uh, Marvel in a while. So um, I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, but I am sorry, Anthony. I didn't hear your question. If you can repeat it, I would be more than happy to answer it. <laughs> well, Memnot Mitch, like he said, that's not real, right? When that happened in Black Panthers, uh, Shuri downloaded Vision. Oh, well, didn't that happen? I, I well, I, I, I thought done, right? Yeah, I don't think she finished it. They were interrupted. Ooh. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought they were. See, but we don't know. But we don't know Maybe what that she could got. Be the callback. We yeah. don't know how much information she got. Maybe she got what she needed. We don't know that. Interesting. But no, the question was like, yeah, do we think vision? It was like, so do we think vision was a construct of of what she's creating? Like, so basically, is vision like picking things out because of her sub, of subconscious, or is it like vision speaking from the grave? Very much like uh, Inception, where you start to mess with too much of, you know, in the dream, your subconscious starts to notice you. So you're saying that that the vision is a subconscious that's starting to notice what Wanda's doing. So, okay, okay, I see where you're going. All right. Um, I know, I I feel bad uh, leaving you out, Haley. I know that you haven't, because you don't have Disney Plus, which you need to get. I know. That was my big my learning experience today is that I need to get Disney Plus. <laughs> um, but uh, it's so yeah. good, it's so good. Uh, you should definitely start watching. Um, get Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, no, but I I 
watched like all of the trailers and I just think Elizabeth Olsen's such a great actor. I am really excited. And then a lot of the actors that are in that are all people that I recognize from other stuff and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, she does an amazing job on the show. Yeah. I think the, all the acting is fantastic. It is. It, she so is, it does she very is much have like, yeah, it has this Hollywood like big picture, like motion picture feel to it. It's still TV, obviously, but I, I think their level of, yeah, I, I think it very much has like a, a gravitas. Gravitas. That's a That's... weird word. I've never used that word before. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, one last thing I want to touch on this. I don't know if we touched on it and maybe I was distracted with the chat, but crazy thing that everyone so far in that town is an agent of some sort. Yeah, that's they, that, no. That, I don't that, think they are, right? No, they were they were listing them all out on the board. Remember? Yeah, I thought they were um, agents. Yeah, they're like FBI. No, agents I think or... they were just they were fine. There were people that they were locating. I don't think they're actually their agents. So you're saying they're missing people? Yeah. Ooh, okay. I they were they, they were, were, fine, so they were connecting them that like they're seeing them like oh no this is this person like in real life okay. Oh, uh, for some reason, I, I maybe I need to rewatch. I for, I thought they said like agent something, and they yeah, referred to that, I, I like thought they agent kept saying, this with is their agent, last name. Agent, agent. Yeah, mm. I'll have to rewatch. Maybe that. I missed that. Yeah, I have to rewatch then. That's actually a good, uh, good question. Um, what Marvel character would you want to see in a new TV show? Wolverine, baby. Wolverine, Wolverine back. Haley, what Marvel character? It could be one that we've already seen, but I would love to, like, what one would be better suited, like, a storyline on a TV? I mean, I love the character that Elizabeth Olsen plays. Like, I'm so, like, she's kind of the one, and I'm excited that she's doing this, and now I feel like it's time for me to catch up. Um, She is, like, one of the most powerful people in the Marvel Universe, too, so. Yeah, that's... Um, I don't, for me, like, yeah, Wolverine would be awesome. I'd love to see a Wolverine. Like, I, I think, like, maybe X-Men in general would be, like, a cool TV if they made yeah. it, rather than go the, the theatrical way if they oh, did. Oh, you want to just stick TV. to TV, you mean? Yeah. I, I feel like everything should be told in TV. Like, especially, like, comics. Like, I, I thought, like, the movies did really well, but I, I think, like, the, like, the House of M storyline and like those type of storylines are just going to be better told through like nine, ten episodes. So I'd love to see all of Marvel Universe and TV series. Like I think from moving away, like Batman would be, I want to see a Batman TV show. I think Batman's better suited for TV than movies. It's That'd been be done. cool. It's been done several times. Well, but I want to see it again. Like I want to see a modern <laughs> take. Yeah. I want to see like the new Batman. In like TV, like well, we are we're getting a new one. We're getting uh, Batman animated adventures coming back again. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's true. Um, so. got your wish. Uh, awesome. So that's it for WandaVision. Um, moving on to Alice in Borderland. If anybody, uh, uh, hey, you need to watch this show, Haley. <laughs> it's it's Haley. You said you you love Game of Thrones. You need to watch yeah. this show. <laughs> you need to watch this show. Yeah, because I I realize because it's all subtitles that I need to sit down and actually like with my eyes, I can't like multitask. Yeah. And so it's so I like haven't been able to. But then I was like reading about it and 
I mean, I was fascinated. I read like every single summary of every episode. I'm really yeah. like, I think that after we're done tonight, that's what I'm going to do is like sit down and start nice. it. Yeah. Wait, the chat has been watching it. Alice in anybody, Borderland. Yeah. Anybody in the chat's been watching Alice in Borderland? I know No Enigma has been watching it. No Enigma. Um, Soprano style with the rise of Phil, Wilson Fisk. That yes. would be fucking That would be cool. That would be yeah, damn I'm cool. cool. I'm in for that. Um, So... This was another, uh, this episode I, I felt was like, I don't want to say like palate cleanse from, like, I, I still feel like you're still from episode three, the ending, you get episode four, which is kind of like a calm, more mellow because episode three ended with like such shock. Um, I, I like this episode because I like that they got to the beach and then you're seeing like the two different competing like factions inside of the beach. You have the militant and then you have... Um, the Hatter and his group of, of people that are running the beach. Um, I just find it, like, I just know if this was actually happening in real life, that would literally probably happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah. People would go, and there'd be, like, massive parties, and, like, group mentality. Like, people would go and just party all day and then go and do a game and possibly die at night time <laughs> and then come back if they survive and party all like all night like i honestly feel like that's the way people would eventually go keep going i'll be right back oh no lost them um, there you go so um yeah so i, I thought this was a good direction get to the beach and see the cards obviously they're trying to find all the cards because they think that if they get all of the cards whoever gets it all gets the passage out and so um, they're trying to they're hatter that's his name yes yeah um, they're trying to get all the cards and he's going to be the first one out and then it goes in the hierarchy of ranking of the beach yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was weird when they did all the games, and it was kind of like, like very like cut to each different game that they mm-hmm. were doing. Um, that was a little bit like I, I didn't necessarily like that too much because um, I, I wanted to see each individual game a little bit more than what they showed. Um, and the games were like shorter, and it wasn't like, uh, uh like just really showing you like how many people are playing all at once, which. I found interesting, and yeah. these these games are tailored for a certain amount of people every single time. So it's very interesting. And uh, Tim Preston, the show is Alice in Borderland. Uh, it's on Netflix. Definitely a must watch. Yes, sound is on in the trailer. Yeah, I shut it off. I apologize for that, but yeah, we're good now. <laughs> oh man, you just kicked us off, Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're fine. <laughs> you lost um, your status. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually, I also didn't realize like how many games are going on at the same see, time. See, yeah, that's that's why I yeah. appreciated about that scene is that you saw all the chaos going on. So, you know, some of them are still at the beach enjoying, you know, whatever their visas allowed them to enjoy, while some of them are out trying to survive another night. Yeah. So, thoughts, Anthony, on this episode? I was very interested in the no face cards. So no one has collected a face card face yet. Card, yeah. And like that whole angle of, you know, what what's going to happen or how, how are they? And also, too, they touched a little bit more on like how to trigger those heart games. Because obviously, Arisu had one of the cards that they needed, um, a big one, the seven yeah. uh, hearts. Mm-hmm. 
and they still don't have an idea like how you trigger like one of those games and that's what's pretty fascinating obviously you know what's what gonna if happen? the seven of hearts kills everybody you like and no <laughs> everybody dies what so then the yeah what's hearts? eight nine and ten yeah what's what's the ten of hearts do what do the suit cards do and then um, what are the yeah what are the what are the face cards going to do like what it's just yeah and then obviously yeah, the although card. i'm not too keen on this whole like foreshadowing this like fight within the faction like it's just like okay man like i just felt that was a little too on the nose and it took a little bit way of like what is what the story was been doing really really well with like the relationships and stuff and like now there's going to be like this yeah battle between the militants and pattern it's like i think also too because i i don't find those characters as we we're not very invested in those characters Mm -hmm. and especially the hatter just has been coming across as like a very unlikable character yeah because of his attitudes and his actions and it's like okay man like i really don't care about you guys <laughs> like, so that's yeah. the only thing i'm worried about because i think the next episode is going to start touching a little bit on that and i'm like just get back to the main ther- narrative man i feel like it was more interesting I, yeah I, I i don't know i i like this i i like i like the whole concept of the beach and I actually don't. No, mind I, the I, didn't, I didn't think the concept of the beach was bad. I just felt like where they're kind of looking at now is like, I, it was really. It just felt more intimate, more more emotionally charged when you were just dealing with a smaller group. Okay, I, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I'm actually curious, like, with the militants and the whole Hatter group. Like, I, I do. Like, I, I understand what you're saying, and you don't. You don't feel invested, obviously. You, they bring back a character from uh, the second episode um, that I forgot his name already. Um, that his friend uh, teams up with, so you kind of like have that investment. But I keep seeing the trailer with the guy with the tattoos and the swords, mm-hmm. so it's finally nice to see the guy with the tattoos and the swords come out. So. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> see caesar's caesar's watched ahead already so he knows exactly what happened yeah um i i'm not i'm watching every every week i'm watching a new episode so next episode will be episode five um i i feel like they've had now they've had two episodes though that have kind of been like on the downward trend and then they're still good but it's not like not as intense so i have a feeling to start picking back up because there's only three episodes left right yeah i think it's only eight yeah, yeah. Eight, yeah, there's eight. eight episodes. Yeah, so there's three episodes left, and I feel like now it's going to pick back up till it's going to. It's I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. We've had our mellowness. I'm I'm over episode three. I'm over the sadness and the shock of episode three, that I'm ready to move on to, uh, to everything, to the rest of it, and everybody should be watching the show. Yep, Tim Preston's going to be watching. Yeah, it's Ace. it's so good. Um, all right, moving on. Main event. Uh, I'll wave. We're done. The main event. So um, this is our rediscovery segment. This is what we brought Haley on. Yay! Yay! Um, yeah. So our rediscovery segment for the day or for this week was uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer season. Vampire Slayer season one. Um, and so we've all over the last couple of weeks we've all watched it. Um, and I'm laughing at this. Hey, I know that person too. Hey, what's up, Laughing Mantis? It is rad. Thank oh, you for, thanks. Thanks yeah, for the compliment. Thank you for saying that. Um, so, uh, now I'm... Now I'm... God, oh, I'm see, now you throw them off. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> don't, 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 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a rediscovery Buffy the Vampire Slayer season one. Um, and I haven't, I, I'll start, I haven't watched this show in ages. And actually rewatching it, it was almost like watching it for the first time because there was episodes I clearly remember. And then there was episodes that I, uh, I didn't remember. So it was or like, did you watch all of them? Like, did you see the entire series? No, I haven't watched like Buffy. Like, what are you talking about? All through like season seven or whatever. Yeah. No, I haven't seen. Um, I don't. I, I missed a lot of the later seasons of oh. it. Um. So but, none of us have seen the entire season. Yeah. Or series. No. Did you? You didn't see it, Caesar? Uh, no. <laughs> so okay, we need to preface this. I'm for... just gonna say I did see every single season because no. I am a true fan. So, Haley, since you watched every season for this, um, this was your actually you and you and Anthony didn't haven't seen this was the first time watching Buffy. Um, yeah. so what were you, what were your thoughts on it? Um, like what were your initial thoughts before we break down into episodes and stuff? I mean, um, I think it's just so much fun to watch it in two in twenty twenty one. Um, to watch something from the late 90s just it's so it's like such a time capsule but I had fun like I thought it was really fun it was the graphics are so fun how they're like literally like screensaver graphics like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then it's like Every generation, there's a slight, a chosen. Yeah, the the, narra- the the narrating is pretty intense, cheesy intense. It's but, but it was, was so time, much though. fun. Yeah, that was with the times. Yeah, um, exactly. I was saying, I was thinking when I watched like the in, when the intro, every generation there is a chosen one. I was thinking, I was calling back to when we watched Kindred: The Embraced, and you guys all <laughs> laughed at me and how cheesy that show was, and. Here you have Buffy, which is arguably a better show than Kindred the Embraced. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that, but it had like the same. Not saying much. Not saying much. <laughs> they had a lot of cheesy factors in it. Um, Anthony, this is your first time watching Buffy. What was it? And so I guess we need a preference for all the diehard Buffy fans. Sorry. Because. True. Yeah. Because uh, we fan. probably, as, as my wife so eloquently put it questions why we're even talking about Buffy if not not one of us has seen the entire season or series <laughs> it's it's rediscovery right so, so we're, we're doing watch. it for them so they should really be appreciative so we're yeah, like we're probably mangling so all of our opinions and talk about this show is suspect so <laughs> please take with a grain of salt yes I my initial experience was uh, it's obviously rough because I did not come at it from the time and place. I didn't, I didn't see it in the, in 97. So I don't have that time and place where, you know, I was, I was younger and, you know, obviously probably for that time, you know, higher quality <laughs> that, you know, what they had to work with. But um, so I felt it was very, it, it was hard for me to get into it. Cause it's very campy, very uh, cheesy. Hey, Daniel, don't kill me. Thanks for joining. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually have started to kind of, warm up to it a bit and i'm actually becoming because also too uh uh, samantha my wife has told me about obviously i think it really got its legs in season three since season three through five are considered some of the best 
version of the show. Mm. And then obviously some of the episodes are, you know, cult classics. Um, so I'm kind of just more intrigued of like finding out and seeing the other characters that pop up. And yeah, but I, it's, it was definitely rough for me in the beginning. That's still rough for me. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's still very rough for me. Uh, you nailed it, uh, Chris. Uh, very reminiscent of uh, Kendrick, the, the Embrace. Um, cheesy as that. hell. Uh, yeah, um, definitely on point with those uh, screensaver type of graphics. Uh, but I will say that a lot of the story is fucking good. And one of the episodes that really got my attention for multiple reasons, the cheese factor, the, the, the really bad acting, um, is the one with, uh, with the cheerleaders and the witch. Oh yeah, and that that took that took a twist I was not expecting. But let me touch real quick on one of the things that again a lot of stuff stood out to me in that episode. But the very beginning where that cheerleader is trying out, and then all of a sudden her hands catch fire, and she's doing this for like five <laughs> minutes. I was like, dude, tuck and roll, get do something. No, yeah. she's just up here fraying her hands, and then Buffy takes like five minutes to jump, go grab a flag come back and put her out while no one else takes action. Everyone's just watching this cheer- to this cheerleader catch on fire. I thought it was very cheesy. It's moments like that that I'm like, oh my God, this show is a little cringeworthy. But that episode took a turn with that story of the witch mm. and and how we all thought that, you know, the Sabrina was uh, the, the, the daughter was a witch and it turned out the whole time the mom was the witch that took over her daughter's body. I was like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Yeah. This show can get really dark, and I appreciate that about the show, and that's what's keeping me watching. But it is Mm -hmm. cheesy. Yeah. I mean, and then when she saves the cheerleader, she, like, runs up and just grabs a flag. Like, she immediately knows exactly what to do. And as she jumps, she doesn't take her hands and go like this. She tackles her nowhere near her arms, just her body tackles <laughs> her to the floor. And then it's just an upskirt shot of Buffy's legs like in the air as she tackles her. And then she's like, okay, and then give me your hands. And then, but, and then when, when the daughter was sitting and talking about like, my mom was the best, her and my dad had a high school love affair. I was like, either the mom possessed her body or this is like a very cheesy 90s, like they don't realize how like dark it is for a daughter to say the stuff about their mom. But it was um, the former. I, I actually, it's funny with the hand when you bring up um, just how everybody watched in general. Like, first off, if I lived in this city and my parents still kept me in this city, like. These like, poor kids, man. This high this school. Is, it's, like. it's high school. It's. <laughs> So, like, to me, it's not surprising that they just watch because they literally have a student, their friend, like, die every week. But everybody, like, moved on the very next day. Yep. Like, yep. like, we didn't just find, like, a teacher's head with his head missing and, like, a bunch of students are dead. Like, everything happens in the school. Like, pe- like organs are missing. Like, yeah. brains are being removed from students. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> ventriloquist episode where it's, like, the, the person's heart. They just, the heart's gone. Jeez. Like, What? <laughs> I get like it's hellmouth. Like I get, I understand that it, things happen here, but at some point, like if you're a parent and like fifteen students have died, I actually wanted to. I actually wanted to look. That's and, a very good point. And and find out how many students actually died through the entire first season. <laughs> I, I forgot to do it. Um, but yeah, I it's just 
Like so many people die in this town, <laughs> and like people amazing. just. The people and then when they like contend- find, they find the principal eaten, and then in the ventriloquist episode, the new principal's like, "I know the old principal cared about you guys, and he was really hands on, and he got eaten." <laughs> 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 but even even that cheerleader episode where he's like, yeah, "I know we had an accident yesterday, but we still need to find a new cheerleader." So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one thing I, I thought was interesting, and actually I did do research on on like like why there was like really good episodes. Um, obviously, like all the episodes were like Monster of the Week, and I like back then. Like I, I think now we've moved beyond where like I I personally don't like Monster of the Week ep- episodes unless there's like this really good overarching storyline. Um, and this one was like Monster of the Week, and back then I, I think I would have been fine with it. Um, I just thought there was a lot of like you would have one episode really good and then you'd have one episode that wasn't good at all. Like it was really like cheesy or it didn't drive the story further. Um, like I looked at like I, I think my favorite episode is probably Angel. I, I think it's the one titled Angel when he become when he when he finds out that he's a vampire. Right? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think that, like, from a storytelling standpoint, that was, like, one of the best episodes. But then the very next episode, I, I can't remember which one it was. But Or then you have a monster, like, the episode where the kid, like, the the demon go invades the computer and he's, oh, yeah. like, communicating. And then you have something like that, which wasn't really a good episode. And so I was curious, like, why there seemed to be, like, a disconnect on episodes. Um, but I guess I, I did read that they shot everything before it even premiered so mm-hmm. unlike shows now where you see like like you see like mid-season like breaks and they're still filming like later on in the season and you can start gauging reaction on what the audience likes and you could really start like kind of crafting around what the audience likes and doesn't like they didn't have that they had to shoot like all episodes which like, is interesting because this is 97 and it was the first season is only 13 episodes yeah. So well, it didn't have that trap where it had to like have the prototypical filler, you would think, filler episode, because they're not doing a 22 or 26 episode count yeah. for the season. And that was really interesting to your point. Like it just, why, yeah, why the disconnect? Even even if you had shot the entire thing before the season, it was only 13 episodes. For that time, that was, that was kind of unheard of. Yeah, I just don't, yeah, I, I just don't know like what, like maybe they didn't know they had a general idea of the direction, but they're just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall to see what mm-hmm. works. But they didn't have mm-hmm. like an audience to sit there to tell them like, oh, that this these types of episodes work. Oh, everybody loves Angel. Like they didn't know that probably everybody was gonna fall in love with Angel and they're gonna see this guy in like hot vampire dude when he's not like vampire form. Um, mm-hmm. they they didn't know that because people weren't. That makes sense too for like why, and I to know Nigga's point. You know Enigma's point where he said uh, that yeah it's it's it it it's supposed to get better or that's why people have said it, it gets better in subsequent seasons because they're they're able to actually yeah have a little bit more time to flush it out and be a little bit more. I'm assuming their production value must have gone up as well, right? <laughs> I hope so. Now there's there's moments where I feel like this was just shot with a camcorder and you know amongst friends. Oh, I'm, um, I'm awful. <laughs> well, I feel bad for the make of the prosthetics. Like some of those people, yeah. Like, a poor prosthetics, you know, that's, you know, having to talk with all that stuff and like the, 
Maybe maybe I just love the cheesiness of it. And that's <laughs> yeah. That, that's, I think I think that's what's keeping me watching too is the cheesiness. Uh, that first episode alone, very uh, again, very like uh, Kendrick, where it was just rushing through everything. She was already a slayer. She goes to this library. And is like, oh, I know what book you want. Apparently, that's really really important vampire book. He just keeps it underneath the counter. The you know the library he brings it out. Worst library ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, worst. Worst library, like what kind of library is that? I don't it's know, like a, it's like, a cul-de-sac. It's yeah, it's just a, a weird looking yeah. library. But uh, no and other then, students going. Yeah, exactly. And then I just love how, like, whenever she's fighting vampires, when she walks from point A to point B, it's like all somersaults and cartwheels and handstands, and like then she beats them up. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's like kind of <laughs> slow. Like it's not like she's getting a momentum. She's like oh. in action. Um. Uh. Yeah. Some of the things I, I actually I think they have really good chemistry of the cast, like the the regular cast. Um. I think some of the like odd people they bring in. Um. Do you have a favorite? Really work. Uh. Do I have a favorite? Yet. I don't. I don't think I have a favorite yet. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sold on Buffy. Um. Vander is like borderline annoying. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big fan of Xander. Uh, I I like Willow, I guess. Um, I think her. Yeah, I think there's potential Actually, in her character. Uh, Tim Preston's asking how how's the this one time in Band Camp chick. Uh, I like her. That's uh, Allison Hannigan. I like her. I yeah, think yeah. Uh, Willow. Yeah, Willow. She's uh she's the fun character. I actually like her, and I like uh, I I like her story in this uh, in this show. So she's she's the nerdy one. She's but. I'm so confused by it. is she getting picked on? Is she not? You know what's going on here? Are there bullies in the show? There, there kind of is. Uh, uh, Charisma Carpenter. She obviously plays uh, oh, yeah. you know popular yeah. chick, uh, the the bully, or whenever she wants to be a bully. But I like Allison Hannigan in this uh, in the show. Sarah Michelle Geller. I, I I find it funny when she's fighting and she's always with her hayas. Yeah, hayas, hayas. Yeah, I was like, man, that's so nineties. And then the punches are all the nineties like Wah! Yeah. Yeah. Um I I one thing you mentioned, I, I like that I, I wasn't I didn't realize that they start with her already being a slayer. I actually kinda like that, that you kind of already get like she came from a school that was burned down because she was killing vampires. Yeah. Somehow <laughs> she's allowed to like like <laughs> like leave, I guess, if everybody knows that it's on her record for burning down a school. <laughs> um but I, I like that she's already the Slayer. I think uh, I, I think that's cool. Then, uh, then like the original. I, I feel like if you watch the original movie, and has anybody seen the original movie? Yes. Has everybody seen it? Haven't seen. Ah, uh, you need to watch the original one. Um, has Luke Perry in it? Uh, Who is the best actor in that whole movie? By the way, <laughs> and yeah. smartest character. That's true. He is the smartest character in that movie. But yeah, like you see, like the the like that tells like the beginning of her becoming a slayer. But I like this how she was already a slayer. I thought that was cool. So that that's another question. She's already a slayer in this show. Is there any tie-in with the movie in this one? Like you know, maybe she came. That's the school she came from. I don't. Yeah, I don't know actually. That's something hmm. to think about. You know, yeah. also what grade was she in in that other school? So that might be the thing too. 
but yeah, that's a, that's something that I was wondering. Like when when I found out in the first episode that like, she was already a slayer, I was like, huh, I wonder if it does tie into the movie. And she's just moving from school to school. Well, I think they show an episode. It's the episode with the um, possession uh, in the computers. She's she's technically she is a senior in this season. Hmm. So, because he pulls up the uh, the demon pulls up her profile in the school database, and it says like senior. Okay. Huh. So, do all the? Uh, I'm curious. Does she like graduate and then? Yeah. Like, does she go to college or something? Yeah, is there a college that's just as messed up as the high school I she goes to. Think, I mean, it has to. I mean, you can't have seven seasons where she's still a senior high in high school. Bless right? Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anybody? What was uh Haley? What was your favorite episode? Um, I the angel episode was my favorite episode. I yeah. think he, yeah, he's a compelling character, and then it was just written well. Like that was a a story. It's obviously fancy, but it like made sense. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because it's kind of like the inspiration for Twilight, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is Twilight. I actually know this story already. Um Yeah, that was I, I that was my favorite. I think it was like the most complete story. Um yeah. like good writing, had a good ending. I love that the cross is burnt into his chest when she kisses him. Like I thought that was like a cool little touch that you add. Um yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, Anthony Caesar, favorite episodes? I already mentioned mine, the one with the witch. Witch? Yep. That was a messed up episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say with Angel, like, I still need to finish the last episode. But according, it's but interesting you too because. finished. Yeah. Okay, because okay. I was about to say what happens at the end of the last episode. I know. I was Ooh. about to, like, we can't. Ooh, Ooh, no, totally. To say it. Yeah, say it. That's true. Okay, I want to be the one to tell you what happens. Okay. Do it. Spoil it. She dies. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't really make sense considering I know this in that one season. And she doesn't come back. She dies. And that's what's interesting is that episode is the highest rated out of the season. 9.0. Oh. I'm going to skip forward. It was also the episode that was written and directed by Joss Whedon. Ooh. Wait, none of the other episodes were? Well, he might have done the first one, but this was like, uh, he might have, but that was both written and directed by Joss Whedon. Dang. Yeah. It's actually, okay. it's a, cri- oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, you go. I was going to say, it's like interesting when you see like, like, I, I guess I want to see like, I, I do look back on who wrote like certain, like the Angel episode and who directed that, um, because I want to see what they're doing now. Because, like, obviously, like, Joss Whedon, creator, like, you see what he does when he has control. Like, I mean, he probably had control over the entire season, but when he's actually, like, hands-on. Um, yeah, I'm curious to... But, yeah, he Dude. directed that last one. Um, yeah. Um, it's... We were talking about this, too, Haley. Like, when you mentioned the beginning, like, watching something 97, being where we are now, like like the wardrobe that students were wearing. I was in high school back then. Like when this was <laughs> taking place, I was in high school. And maybe my, my memory is like arguably really, really bad. Um, but I don't remember like, like skirts and stuff like that short. And it was clearly like, I, I just feel like it's a male dominated industry back in the night. Like 97, you mentioned like the upshot, like ups, 
a camera shot, a, like upskirt shot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like this, this series loaded with that. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was funny because when we first talked about doing this, I kind of made the joke to Chris. I was like, well, I'm going to dress up as Buffy for this episode. And he's like, yeah, do it. And then as I watched it, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you, can um, if, you, you can if you wear what she wore to the club. I'm like, I can't believe she wore that to a club. She was at her closet looking for something to wear. And then she shows up in that outfit. Oh and God. question, speaking of the club... I loved it too how she literally just went up to the bar, did this, and a drink was given to her and she's in high school. Well, maybe, maybe you don't know if they're alcoholic. I think, drinks, I think that's so. a Shirley Temple. It looked like a Shirley Temple. Yeah, you don't know. I, I don't know. But it was I'm, interesting that there was just like this like club that they all would like go to. Yeah. It was like an 18 and under club, guys. You didn't have those? Oh, actually, yeah, there's a ton of them in Tucson. <laughs> Thanks, Laughing Mantis. Yes, Aww. he's confirmed that they didn't dress like that in high school. Yeah. We went to high no, school. At one point, too. Buffy walked in and she had this like knee high or like a uh, waist, high, like high rise, like mini skirt that was like blue, almost black. It was such dark blue velvet with this like black tank top that had like a really square, like severe neck. And then she had her hair like in little things with like her, ma- her like a choker, I think. And I was like, this girl is dressed very sexy. For high school classes, <laughs> they should also. And it's just so guys. fun because it's so nineties. <laughs> that is, it's very much nineties. Um, sorry, I'm just watching this the trailer and Flutie, the first principal. They literally ate him alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and they don't yeah. care. <laughs> like I think at the school, like they're like he was, and the new one is like, yeah, he was really nice, and he got eaten. You're not going to get that from me. And they were like, that's true. Good point. Oh, man. I loved this season. Yeah, I actually, I do want to watch it because um, if three and four, if Samantha says three and four, it's like the best season. Like it gets there. I I, want to see where it goes. Like I've seen a lot of episodes of Buffy. I'm not, I I haven't seen them like in order though. So I've seen later episodes. I've seen episodes, obviously like Spike, James Marsters comes in. Um, like Elijah Dushku, like I've seen a lot of those episodes later on. Um, I just haven't seen them at all in like one setting like this where I'm watching from start to finish. Uh, so I kind of want to do that. Um, I want to see, yeah, because yeah. I want to know like if Buffy, she comes back, is she a, like she a vampire? Is she like, what's going on with her? I know. Okay, so yeah. now I'm going to tell you the second part. Yeah. She does wake up, but she is dead. And now she can be with Angel. Aww. (laughs) Is she a daywalker? Okay. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she becomes a badass, too. Yeah. (laughs) She becomes Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Uh Like, she goes goes, like... (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Some motherfuckers always trying to skate uphill. She's wearing this like white silk, like beautiful dress that her mom bought her that they couldn't afford. And it was this like really lovely gift. She was supposed to go to like her high school dance. And then she has to go like kill this vampire. And then everyone's like, you can't go because you're going to die. And she's like, I don't care because that's my destiny. And she goes and she tries to win and he kills her with no struggle. She falls into this thing of water in her beautiful white, like Ophelia dress. And he's like, by the way, I like your dress and just leaves. (laughs) Then Angel comes and he's like, what? 
And then she wow. like wakes up and she's like a vampire now. And she's like, let's go. And then she goes. And he's just... like, he's like, I like your dress. She goes, everyone likes my dress. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes and she slays. Yeah. That was a, no, like, I can't wait. That was a good recap of the episode. Wow. Wow. I'm hooked. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like <laughs> we just need you to like recap like the episodes and then I'm I'm sold. Watch it. I mean, this had, that I this had, she, she has spoilers and everything, and we're still interested in watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, All right. All right, Jensen. I think uh, so, we should. Yes. So this uh, we're gonna do a giveaway, guys. Give this is our first giveaway on stream. We don't know how it's gonna go, but um, for everybody watching, and if you're a Buffy fan, we're gonna do some Buffy trivia. And the first person in chat to get the answer um, is going to get a lovely. This is. Can't see the scene. This is a lovely angel himself, David Boreanaz autograph. It's authentic. I picked it up. As everybody knows, I used to work for Witherworld, and I picked up the autograph in one of my many shows that I have done. Um, and so, whoever guesses this correctly, we will get your contact information. I'm gonna leave that to Caesar and how to do that. I think he has to like direct message or whisper somebody, right? To I've get never addresses. done that before. <laughs> oh, son of a. Or what they could do is they could send a DM to the um, Instagram. Yeah, if you send a DM to Instagram, if you're the that winner of this, um, we will. Uh, and if you didn't win, don't try to cheat because I don't know if we'll know if it's the right person. You gotta um, show the belt, man. Yeah. Oh, the belt says actually it says coffee <sighs> on the belt. This is actually older David Boreanaz. This is when he was in Bones. Okay, I could I could send a whisper. I just figured it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I is... wanted to compete for this, but I accidentally was in the meeting where I found the answer, so I'm not allowed to. Yeah. Unless, wait, so... Chris, is this me? T- you telling me I am allowed to? No, no, you're definitely not. Or right. no, I thought you would have gotten a friend to answer on your behalf. I did, but I don't think she's. I think she'd have been more vocal in the chat. <laughs> she hasn't been, so I don't think she's watching. Um, Nikki, if you're not watching and I don't get this, oh, did you ooh, tell her the answer? It's over. The answer? It's over. Oh man. Yeah, so we'll send you this lovely autograph signed by David Boreanaz. Um, if you're a vampire fan, if you know it, all right. So you just know. It so, so, you is it, so the first person that uh, answers on chat—that's why we're yeah, going to go. First person we see, right? Yep. First person we see on the chat to answer this this trivia question that Anthony didn't think that I was going to um, look up mm-hmm. and prepare Her name for. Isn't Nikki because I told on her. And I am going to this. So the trivia is, this is from season one trivia. So this is, if you watch season one, season one, you're okay. If you watch season one, you're okay. Because, so why did Xander and Willow break up? Ooh, that is the question. Why did, why did Xander and, and Willow, Willow break, break up? up? I need some Jeopardy music. I'm going to get some Jeopardy music. No. And if no one answers, then no one gets this lovely David Boreanaz. Oh, everyone's on Google right now, dude. That's what's going on. That's just a, that's oh, just yeah. a race. You cheaters will be <laughs> using Google? That's just that's a race. That's not fair. <laughs> Clearly, we have no true Buffy fans in the chat yeah. right now. Well, if nobody wins, then I guess it's going to Haley. I'm counting to oh. five, and if nobody's answered, I get it. <laughs> as a, yeah, oh, as a man. gift for being a guest. Wow, Fine nobody chat. knows. No one Wait, knows. Wait, ready? Wait. All right. I could go on. Say the question again. Say the question again. Why did Xander and Willow break up? From season one, 
I don't know if they get together in later on in the season. Oh, I know, but not needing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, get, get your crap swag out of here. <laughs> this isn't crap swag, man. This is the only David Boreanaz autograph I have. Only Uh-oh. one. Is Dan, is Dan, Dan typing? I was hoping oh, that we have, have like a lot. Figures. Sorry. Oh, Danny, don't kill me. Does he have somebody, an answer? Somebody's typing. Who's gonna Who's gonna get it? He He, he took time. I'm... Typing out, I have slow fingers. (laughs) I'm creating a profile right now, and if I get it, then that's fair and square. That's true. He he took the time to let us know he has slow fingers from giving us the answer. When he could have just given us the answer. (laughs) That's hilarious. Nobody knows Um, it. If if no one knows this, then I... I had one already! Oh! Damn, that's, Haley answered thanks, the question. Guys. Wait up, that's so sad that our own guest <laughs> answered. I actually think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. We have another we have a new follower. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, introduce yourself, new follower? Hi. Uh, I know your Haley address. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome if we could take phone calls like this. Cool. Um Wow, I'm disappointed on. in the chat. I thought yeah, we had some buffy Way to go, here. chat. I feel like I should I, give another question. Like, I, should I give another question? Sure. Really, I got you covered. We got, I got, I got, I got autographs galore. If you want. Perfect. I, just, I don't think the show. chat's into it. I, yeah, I, I, I just don't think so. They don't want any some Boreanaz love. Laughing. They're intimidated. Yeah. Let's, let's I, give an I easier question. Yeah, do another question. Okay, second question. I only have two questions. <laughs> so. No, Haley, Haley's going to get one. We can yeah, all man. start thinking of questions. Yeah. So the next question is <laughs> in the famous hyena episode. Where they oh, all turn giving you the episode. Yeah, I'm giving you the episode. Quick, what is Google. the name of the pig that gets eaten alive? Now, in the episode, Ooh. the mascot of the school gets eaten alive okay. by the pack of students, and Xander joins these hyenas. So, what is the name of the pig that gets eaten alive in the okay. hyena episode? I just want to say Laughing Mantis is my best friend. <laughs> this chat is not wanting these autographs. No. Because <laughs> I was going to be nice, and I had another, I had another autograph. Yeah, show that one. Show that Ooh. one. Let's see yeah. if anybody so, wants that. The people will compete for that. Yeah, tell no, them what this, that is. It's too late, because no one was chiming in. So, this is a, a Buffy steak. An official, I think it's, I think it's actually an official, um, so cool, like steak from the show. I don't think it's like one used, but it was like a replica steak, and it is signed by a bunch of the Buffy cast. I don't, I know David Boreanaz signed it because I see his autograph there. I want to say James Marsters is Summer yeah, Spikes I'm on sure here. He signed it. I feel like Elijah Dushku because I think it was the same episode place that. Uh, oh, Voldemort wants in. Just finished the class. Hey. We're doing trivia that no one's answering. Yeah, no, no. I thought that person just wrote, just finish with class, like they were yelling at us. Um, so the final question is, what is the name of the pig that's eaten alive in the hyenas episode? Going once. Nobody yes, this, wants it. This is really rad, actually. They this don't want it. I can't believe the people aren't doing a little research for that. Yeah. Well... You already told me the answer, but I forgot what the answer was, and I saw the episode. Trying to, there's multiple autographs. Who else could be on? The pig's name is Pumba. 
There. Yes. Good job. Yes. There. Going once, going twice. No, no, we're done. No one, no one won. Man. No one won any other. Haley won. Haley Yay! won. Hey! Good job, Haley. This has really been lucrative for me. Okay. There you go, you know Haley. What? You get this lovely Voldemort, autograph. Voldemort is my daddy. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Porky. <laughs> no, it's not Porky. Um, but thank you for trying. Ask the first question, just out of curiosity, because it sounds like Voldemort is my daddy just showed up. Just out of curiosity, you won't win anything, but I'm just curious to see if she knows it. Why did Xander and Willow break up? That was the first question. Don't scroll. Oh, you can't probably can't scroll up in the chat. <laughs> now I'm texting in the chat. There you go. That's, that's what that's right. What that's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. All right. She might not know it. So that's Man. pretty much it. Uh, so yeah, everyone in the chats. Moving forward, we are going to be doing some giveaways every episode. So you need to bring your A game next. Yeah, time. bring your I'm A disappointed game. Disappointed with your chat. Um, like, we're gonna when have I'm some... not on. Um, I was gonna say, ahead, when I'm ahead. not on the show, I'm gonna start watching every single episode, and I'm gonna win everything, and I'm gonna have the coolest collection. You're of gonna stuff. have the coolest collection. We have. I'm gonna be so competitive here. We have a lot of cool stuff. Actually, to, we're gonna be getting yep. away. We got so. some nice stuff planned out. Stuff. That yeah, not, yeah, stuff that I, I know. He's designing be. stuff. We have we have uh, custom T-shirts. Got some wrestling um, items. Uh, wrestling items. I have, there. like I said, I have plenty of autographs to go around so we'll be doing some some autographs that i've accumulated over the years this one with a lovely david boreanaz autograph <laughs> that Haley will be taking with her i'm putting it on my desk next time i ever work in person again um hold on my brother is texting me oh my god what if he has the <laughs> answer right let's just stop let's just stop yeah. everything yeah, everyone hold on pause <laughs> Sorry, um, he was texting me. Yeah, see, comic collectibles. As you see behind me, I have a very boring wall behind me, but those are obviously boxes of comic books. Um, actually, I have a really cool Lego bonsai tree. Ooh, there we that's go. Cool. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Come Stephanie on. and I, Stephanie and I, just went to the Huntington Gardens and we saw like fifty bonsai trees. They were so cool. I've always wanted the bonsai tree, but I never wanted to like. I was terrified of taking care of it. Like They're I wouldn't so want to be the one that I, didn't, I wouldn't want to be the one that killed one. So the Lego bonsai tree works out really well. I like that <laughs> like, a lot. Um, we have a question. Do you have any uh, Ian Summerholder? I'm sure you got some Ian, right? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> I have to take a look. Yeah, I I, I have to like that yeah, guy, I mean, Garrett. That guy's guarantee he was so all high. the shows, right? Yeah, he was at he was yeah. at all the shows because his guarantee was so high that he had to make up for it. Jeez. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, I'm sure I have Ian. Yeah, Vampire Diaries. There's a ton of uh, Vampire Diaries stuff, ton of Doctor Who stuff, ton of Star Trek stuff, all that stuff. We'll be coming later on. But that was a rediscovery yeah. segment, Buffy season one. Um, hey. Yay! Yay! Um, thank you for tuning in, and Haley, thank you for thank you. Um, joining us on this episode. Um, our next week, we our rediscovery is gaming, and we are playing Super Metroid. Super Metroid, yeah. So that will be our rediscovery um, next week. And then, what else do we got coming up? We're gonna do House of M for the comic in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks will be House of M. Our movie is going to be The Rocketeer in three weeks. Yep, movie in three weeks is The Rocketeer. We and don't we have our next show. Yeah, we haven't decided on the next show. 
if you guys have any um, thoughts on what we should rediscover for the next TV show, please put it in the chat. Reach out to us Super on Metroid media. soundtrack is oh, so good. Dude. Absolutely it is. Brings me back home. Just the yeah. sounds and the music. Yep. Oh. And I picked up I picked up the 30th um, 30th anniversary of the Pac-Man like remix. They did like a 30th anniversary of it or something. Pac-Man Fever? Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Oh. Um, I just picked it up on vinyl because I've got a record player because Anthony bought me a record player. Because you're hip? Because you're hip? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, he bought me a record player that never got to me because I, I sent it to the wrong address and they were not nice enough to try to find out where I yeah. lived. <laughs> no. Then I had to buy another record player, but it was really from Anthony. So. <laughs> but, but um yeah that's our show um obviously follow Ooh. us on social Haley thank you so much for joining us um, thank you guys so much for having me it was so much fun um thank you. and we'll be back next week 7 p.m on Tuesday um yeah we'll be back next week for another show so join us watching. thank you follow us okay, good subscribe night. to us yeah if you haven't thanks for watching have a good night um see you guys next week and don't forget to rediscover your, your geek. geek. Good night, everybody. Bye. Night. Bye. Bye. Bye.